Fantasy Fam. One more week down of the NFL season. Week three is done. I can't believe we're already on week four. It's like we were literally just talking about fantasy drafts, and now some yeah. teams probably 0-3, 3-0, 1-0. I mean, I well, have let's be, let's be. I have an 0-3 team. I'm very happy. I have one 0-3 team, and I am not <laughs> happy about it. So, um, But, hey, it happens to the best of us. It's not over. We are not even a quarter of a way through the season yet. That will be this week coming up. So, yeah, if you're 0-4, then we can talk. Yeah, um. true, true. So <laughs> you got you have... to win. This is. I would say this is definitely a must-win because – Coming back from one and three is a lot is is a little bit easier than it's oh it's a little bit yeah it's a little bit less difficult than zero and four exactly yeah so yeah if you're if you're zero and three at this point do not lose faith we've been through this before um you know it's always easy to pick up a you know a wide receiver on the rise yeah hopefully you picked up someone yeah exactly so you know what don't don't lose hope yet for the you all you three and zero guys don't think that this is you know you're you're gonna be gear to win your championship i've been there trust me i've started three and zero only to finish six and five miss the playoffs so do not do that exactly you want to um, get nope. hot you want to get hot like right at the end of your pl- regular season yeah you know because if you start off hot you're like yes i got this Right. Boom! There's another team that's right. creeping right behind you, and then you're just right. Like, there's very few teams that that's going to the playoffs at 12 or 13 and 0. There's very few. There's just not. That doesn't happen. You don't want to. You almost don't. I, right. I don't. I don't want to. Right. I don't like. So that. yeah. So don't don't you know don't get upset about that fact. If you're if you're you know 0 and 3 or 1 and 2 right now, you have plenty of time. There's a long season of injuries of of guys who take off, and you know don't please. It's. I am one of those people. I am a very much a you know, hot and cold person. When my team is doing well, I think I'm going to win it all. When my team is losing, I give up. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am one of those guys. So please don't think you're alone. I've seen um, it. I've, I've so. seen it. <laughs> yeah. So as we're as we're recording right now, we are watching the the wonderful uh, Los Angeles Rams and Minnesota Vikings play this Thursday night game, which probably is the best Thursday night game. It's amazing. It's already it's, it's already scored more points in the first half yeah. than, <laughs> than, than most Thursday night games. Thursday night games. Yeah, in the past <laughs> couple of years. <laughs> yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna break down some of week three, some injuries, some notes, um, some things to look forward to in week four a little bit, um, and you know talk about where you know where we uh, stand right now going forward into the rest of the season. So. Yeah. So so to start us off, the biggest injury. Um, of week three, uh, probably the biggest injury of the year so far is uh, for all you Jimmy G fans out there. Um, now I I kind of watched that game. I don't I don't know if it necessarily was his fault and or what you're a quarterback. Okay, you're not a mobile. You're not you're not big like Andrew Luck. You're not a you're not a bruiser of a quarterback. Now, no, definitely he, not. He kind of lowered his shoulder. A little bit and went after the defender but mind you i don't know if you saw the play he legit lowered his shoulder went right after the guy when he could have easily just took a step to the left and went right out of bounds. Yeah, and literally had got not have gained any like it, i it know the same just, just 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 a knock it was so odd uh, San Francisco can't catch a break. First, it was Jarek McKinnon, their star running back that they that they paid all that money to, goes down before the season even starts. Tears his ACL, and now their star quarterback that they paid an exorbitant amount of money uh, to come, pl- um, you know, to, to stay and to trade for. Uh, Jimmy G goes down with a torn ACL. So what happens now? Um, well, so what happens now is C.J. Bethard, Bethard, according B- to one of you, B- I don't know, Bethard, yeah, Bethard, <laughs> C.J. C.J. Bethard. Um, 
CJ Beathard is his name, actually, I believe. Um, he steps in where he was last year before they traded for, for Jimmy Garoppolo. So what happens? Well, he takes over, and he takes off an offense that was struggling already. Uh, so it's I mean, not the only like going to get worse. Yeah, the only... <laughs> oh, it could. I mean, exactly, but it could. <laughs> the only bright spot, I think, in this lineup, for the most part, I think, is Matt Breda. Oh, yeah. um, I think he's played really well, whether running the ball or catching the ball out of the backfield. So... It's just a really big loss for the football community, for fantasy owners of Marquise Goodwin, Pierre Garçon. For the, only the person- Niners. Yeah, and they the just, Niners They in just general. gave him like $400 million. <laughs> <laughs> They basically handed him the keys. They did. They handed him the keys to the franchise. Uh, pretty much. So, and then he goes and tears his ACL third game. So from, so from a fantasy <laughs> standpoint, though, I think the only person right now I'm not as low on as everyone else is, I think he's the only person who probably about stays the same, is, uh, is George Kittle. Um, yeah, George I think Kittle, he still stays the same. I, I like together. him. So C.J. Beathard and uh, George Kittle played together uh, at Iowa, I believe. Um, they was were it they Iowa? were they. Yeah, it was Iowa, I yeah. believe. I think they both played together at the same time at Iowa, so they have a chemistry somewhat together still. Um, so I and I, I think George Kittle, at, you know, as a blanket tight end, that guy across the middle, that's you know, a nice warm, safe place for it's the quarterback to end. throw. Yeah, it's, and it's a safe, you know, safe place for the quarterback to throw. I think he's the only person I think at this point, you know, that doesn't take a, a hit. But some Marquis Goodwin owners, myself included, oh. I just at this point he's he might even be close to droppable because of this. Well, let's. Um, it's it's a situation uh, to wait. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm waiting and seeing. I am not. I am absolutely not going to drop him. But what I'm saying is the fact that it could it is, could happen. He he got injured the first game. He missed the second game. The next game he looked meh. So uh, without a, his star quarterback thrown into him, that was literally my biggest waste to pick. So it unless happens. unless Beathard is going to be throwing forty five times a game for no, his life, so. which who knows? That's why I'm happy to own Matt Breda and Alfred Morris in two separate leagues because I think both of them will be used uh, in yeah. defense for sure. Yeah. So uh, the next the next injury that I mean happened earlier in the week, but apparently he is okay, and I'm very happy because I am a owner of him in two leagues. Uh, AJ Green. Um, I guess it's a situation to monitor, but as of today, he did fully practice, I believe, and says he's feeling great to tear up a pretty bad Atlanta Falcons secondary that just got torched by Drew Brees. So, no, Andy Dalton is not Drew Brees, but Andy Dalton's still a pretty good quarterback. Oh, yeah. And I mean, the fact is, is that A.J. Green right now, A.J. Green, actually, Dalton's having a pretty solid He's first having an awesome season so yeah. far. But he did this a couple of years ago, too. He does it, he does it very <laughs> he does often, it. actually. Um, so A.J. Green actually is averaging about like eight targets per game so far. Amazing. Um, through his first three games. That's so pretty sweet. I mean, it's a guy who like has touchdowns. Yeah, but he has seen in the past, he's been a guy who's seen in the past at least 10 targets per game. So he's right on that mark, about 8 to 10 uh, targets per game. He already has four touchdowns, which, you know, that's a pretty sweet start for three first three games. Um, But I think more importantly to talk about with the Bengals is actually Tyler Boyd. Um, We're starting to see Tyler Boyd emerge into that, you know, locked in number two role, right? Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I was, I was, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love I love Tyler Boyd. I do. I think he's – I think we're finally starting to see Marvin Lewis taking the training wheels off of him um, and off of Andy Dalton throwing to him. And, you know, I the one play last – was it last week or two weeks ago, maybe against the Ravens? I don't remember. But it was one of the better catches I've seen in a long time, especially from him, is he looked like an athletic like star out there with his capabilities and his hands and his, his ball control and his eyes. And he looked like a – a potential star receiver. And that was I was good. 
looked really good. And, like, we saw flashes of that in college. Like, when he was a pit, we saw some flashes of, you know, a guy who could be a star wide receiver and then, you know, go to the Bengals and that's where you go to die for three years. You know, Uh, you don't, you don't, you know what I mean? So, but after, hey, he looks good and I think he is completely flying off the waivers um, in almost every league at this point. I think most people are going to start him, too. I just spent a crap ton on my fab, on my fob money. (laughs) I'm very excited about it, though, because I kind of, I kind of need him. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Another uh, another pretty big one to the tight end community of uh, Evan Ingram, you know, to the to the, to the already scarce tight end community. Uh, Evan Ingram sprained MCL. Uh, I think it's what a couple weeks he's going to be out. They're not really sure on the exact There's amount. No There's timetable, but he's three, four. I mean, I don't think it could it's be a be month. More. It could be. I don't think it's going to be more than three or four weeks. Um, sprained MCLs are usually the quote unquote, you know, the easiest to come back from based on those. Um, it could be two weeks. It could be three weeks. So I don't really want to know. I don't really know. Um, so that's a big loss for the Giants. He is a very, very talented tight end. Um, and he's seen a ton of action over his first, you know, season and a quarter. Exactly. Um, he is a very important part of that offense. And like, I- I've seen it on the waivers. I've seen Red Ellison coming off the waivers in, in a high, uh, you know, qu- uh, quantity and volume, but I I am a firm believer that without Evan Ingram, it does not increase Red Ellison. It increases substantially Sterling Shepard. Uh, I think Sterling Shepard becomes the go-to because what are they going to go to? Cody Latimer? No, they're going to go exactly. to either Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham's going to get his fill this week, especially um, that Saints secondary. Granted, he's going to be matched up with Marshawn Lattimore, so I'm not loving that. But Odell makes anybody look stupid. Sterling so, Shepard could yeah. have a but field it's going to be. It, yeah, Saquon Barkley is going to be looking at you know twelve receptions again, and I think that Sterling Shepard is going to be a guy who's going to be targeted a lot. He's going to be matched up with that number two cornerback in, in New Orleans, who I don't know who the hell it is, but it's not good, um, as we've discussed before. So I think Sterling Shepard is a great locked and loaded number two wide receiver this week, flex option this week because of that New Orleans secondary, and mostly because of Evan Ingram missing. Um, I think that he's going to be looking at nine, ten targets this week. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, last, so what, tell me, tell me what happened last Thursday. I don't Um, want to talk about it. I'll tell, I'll tell you what happened last Thursday. Uh, the Browns got their first victory since December of 2016. Is that good? Wow. (laughs) And it was against your New York football, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Um, let me take, let me take this one. We're going with Tyrod Taylor, concussed. Insert number one pick, Baker Mayfield. Thank God. Um, it was going to happen at some point, but here's here's the thing that here's the thing that actually does bother me like a little Ty- bit though. I actually don't mind Tyrod. I think he's, Yeah, I really like Tyrod, but Baker is just so much fun to watch. They could have they could have been two and oh going into this game against the Jets. They they could have won the game against the Steelers, and they should have won the game against the Saints. Yeah. Instead of looking at all one and one, you're looking at a team that's undefeated going against the Jets, where Tyrod Taylor, I mean, starting quarterback going into this game. Now it's it's almost like they're saying that Tyrod is, you know, sorry, well you're you're done. I mean, you're concussed, but eh, we're using this more of an excuse now. You're not gonna play. Like obviously he's concussed, he can't play, but I just think it's not fair to him. I mean, Baker Mayfield, I just I, – I can't stand everybody that's jumping all over oh, him right now. He, so he beat good. the Jets. I mean – Shut up. I mean, the Jets <laughs> – come on. Shut up. 
Let's see how this kid does against a good football team. Okay, okay. Let me stop you. <laughs> Let me stop you right there. Well, Let me hold stop on, right there. Hold I on, watched... hold on. Let me... oh, fine, fine, no. fine. You're going to need that right now. My okay. Shiner, my Shiner gonna... Oktoberfest. I'm going to throw you some hot takes your way. Okay. So I watched the entire game. I don't know why, but I did. Okay. I, I watched, watched the entire I watched game. majority of it. Okay. So I watched the entire game. I watched Tyrod get hurt. I watched him go out and I watched Baker come in. Okay. First of all, the Jets are a hot mess in that way because as much as, you know, Isaiah Crowell getting those opportunities, the running game looked okay. Uh, But Sam Darnold has a lot to grow on. And we'll talk about that, you know, at some point. Inunua, all you Inunua owners, you know, you're very happy. He didn't, you know, he didn't get to put up a ton of points last week. But all you Inunua owners are kind of benefiting from, you know, the fact that he is uh, Darnold's favorite target. As for your Robbie Anderson owners, I'm quite sorry. Um, but the thing is with the Browns, I watched Baker come in. Okay. I watched his first two series, three series. He, whether it was in college or in the pros, just, it's this instinct he has. It's just this, when I'm watching him, I just automatically know that he is going to make a good throw, that he is going to do something smart with the football, that he has a cannon arm, that he has great accuracy. It's, it's unbelievable. But I look at Darnold and I say, well, he's has some of his flaws and he's got to work on them. He he's could a be different. A, he's a different yeah, type of quarterback. Could be a, he could be a good quarterback, but Baker has he, Baker has that it factor. And I love Tyrod. Okay, I liked Tyrod coming into the year. Um, I you know because of his rushing ability, he definitely is in that top twelve to fifteen quarterback uh, ranking for me. But it's I, I love Baker Mayfield now. I, I just I I finally see it again. You know, it took a while because I hadn't watched him play really since college, and. I love watching him play. Um, I think Jarvis Landry owners, Jarvis Landry owners should be. Oh my god, he's gonna get peppered with targets. <laughs> I mean, Jarvis Landry's gonna get 15 targets this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just just put it in the books right now. I just want to say that um, I know you probably saw it before me. Sorry to interrupt you, but Jared no. Goff is unreal. Yeah, unreal. yeah no, he's pretty good. No, 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 no. Cooper Cup is unreal. Did you Cooper see that Cooper Cup is unreal. Yes, I did just see that That catch. was an Holy, unbelievable catch. That throw was ridiculous, and that catch yes. was even better. Yes, who started Cooper on two, three teams tonight. Three I mean, why wouldn't teams. you? Why wouldn't you? I know. Every week. But he is just, he's going to have 250 yards receiving in this game. There were two defenders on Cooper Cup, mind you. That, that is correct. So I have I, – in, wow. in one league right now, not to get off topic, but in one league right now, I have Jared Goff and Cooper Cup going in the same league. That league, I also believe I am 0-3, so. <laughs> well, there you go. This could be your turnaround. Yeah. Start hey, Thursday I'll night. Um, so, so we we digress back to uh, back to Baker Mayfield. But I will say, um, Tyrod, he may have some talents and he may have done what he did, you know, to obviously win the starting job. But there is a certain, sh- shall I say, je ne sais quoi, you know, je ne sais what, um, that True. Baker Mayfield has when he is on the field like it was I I don't know what it was and I I almost feel bad for Tyrod that like when Baker stepped onto the field like the whole team just was just like yeah let's yeah let's you know what I mean like it was just I know it was just weird it was like almost that scene in Game of Thrones when the king when when Joffrey like left and then all of a sudden like the imp was just like (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's do this. Not for anybody yeah. else, just for you yeah, guys. Black, it's not Blackwater, the Battle of Blackwater. Exactly, the Battle of Blackwater. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So, I, I'm just, uh, I don't know. I'm still, I gotta I gotta see what Baker does in a couple. He could he could be a good quarterback to dra- like to pick up. Um, I wouldn't start him right away, 
Yeah, no. I've seen him come off the waivers actually at a pretty pretty high clip in terms of how of much they're spending on, on him. Everybody's loving so. him right now. I mean, I get it. You know, you're going to jump all over it. I, I wouldn't. I'm not I'm not running. There's some other quarterbacks out there that, you know, I would have probably liked yeah. to have picked up. But, I yeah, mean, we'll just Ryan – Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill, Andy uh, Dalton. Dalton Trubisky yep. even at this Trubisky's point. Trubisky's not. So. But yeah, Trubisky's having some decent games. So, yeah, there's some guys I like just as much, if not more, than him. So in that category, I would probably lean – So um, we'll see. You know, a safer pick like Ryan Tannehill in the 3-0 Dolphins. Exactly. So, which is unbelievable in itself. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm still that, that I'm the still Dolphins bring up, but that whatever. Exactly. So. We'll we'll get into that um, leading up to our. So right now we're gonna jump into some some notes and some some things that we saw from the past week that gonna be leading up to you know week four. Uh, the first thing is um, funny enough. We'll start with Monday night football. Um, was it Monday or Sunday night? Doesn't Which one? Ma- doesn't matter. Lions. Which game? Matt that was Sunday night. Patricia beat his old team of the New England Patriots. Now, a couple things on that. One, the Lions actually had a 100-yard rusher for the first time since 2013. Um, so congrats on that. That is incredible. Um, they didn't even run the ball that much either. So carry on. This guy could be the he, – he could be what, you know, everybody thought of Mir Abdullah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you know? I was one of them. I can tell you, I was definitely one of them. Carry on, carry. Yeah, if you listen to uh some carry of our on my wayward son. So, some of our episodes uh, from from the past like maybe year, uh, you will see that we both loved Amir Abdullah. Um, that that relationship is broken up. Special spot in hell for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, another thing is, so the Pats are what one and two now. They are. They are one and two. Um. Here's here's my thing. I want to say, haha, shame on you, Pats. You're one and two. Blah blah blah. No, uh, no, it doesn't matter. They started two and two last year, and they went. They, to, they still went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> what was it? What was it? The year? I think it was the year of the. Was it the year they beat the Falcons in the Super Bowl? I forget what year it was, but I remember they played the Kansas City Chiefs and they got like destroyed. It was, oh, it was a Monday night years, game. It was two years ago. Yeah, it was two years it ago. Was it was the mon- first. It was, it was the first Thursday night games. Kareem. No, 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 no. Oh no, no, no this no, was that last game. year. This was last year. Was it? Kareem Hunt, because he was a rookie. That was last year. Yeah, it was two years ago. So it was two years ago, and they were like, at this point, they were 2-1, and one, the Patriots, and Kansas City comes to town, or they went to Kansas City. I forget what the exact was, but um, they got destroyed. It was either Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, and they got destroyed. And everyone's like, oh, there's the Patriots. You know, they're done. The dynasty's over. Brady's going to retire. Garoppolo's coming in. You know, Belichick's gone. Nope. And then they won the, and then they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> so they proceeded to win 14 games, I think, that year, or 13 games that year. They won, like, 10 in a row after that. It's, so. It, <laughs> I mean, don't count them out. The Patriots offense is kind of anemic at the moment. So from a fantasy perspective, um, it's a very anemic offense. Gronkowski is the only one I am having any faith in whatsoever. And Brady. Um, A.B. Brady, yeah. But, like, in terms of the running game, James White is actually – Actually, okay, so Rex Burkhead now to IR was another thing we could have discussed because that's Uh, a pretty big one. Rex Burkhead went to IR. All of you Sony Mitchell owners, I am starting this week. So, so Sony PlayStation, as I call him. So, <laughs> um, so he is on one of my teams. Very excited. He because I have talked to several people about Sony Michelle, and what they said was, you know, he is going to be something special. Okay? I mean, he, he killed it at freaking. He is Georgia. going. 
he is going to be something very special, um, and especially in that offense, him and James White are going to, you know, there, there, there are plenty of people out there, some experts out there who have said, um, and I've read some columns on them, they said, you know, Sonny Michel, look for him to be your fantasy MVP this year. You drafted him later, you know, if you drafted late, you probably got him in like the ninth round of some drafts, and and you're gonna you're gonna get him, um, like you're gonna you're gonna pay the, you know, uh, you're gonna get paid off probably with a top 20 running back i'm saying that's my that's what i'm gonna say right well now. i mean now that rex burkhead isn't playing yeah. which helps you know obviously it stinks for everybody that thought oh hey rex burkhead you know but no yeah but for Sonny all you Michelle, Sonny Michelle, this could be a very good one-two punch and Michelle so and james white and for you chris hogan owners like myself who has started him very, every week and it's been disappointed every week one touchdown has put him over the 10 point uh, total in one of the three weeks, <laughs> so which counts for six points. So he managed to get four more points besides that touchdown in that week. So, Good lord! Yeah. But he's been awful for all of you Edelman people. Um, he yeah. will be back next week, so we'll see. I mean, Brady loves him some Edelman, so we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, I just wanted to point out that the Lions. I mean that I'm I couldn't be happier, but I just I would love to hear what the Patriots fans out there have to say about this they don't, uh they don't have this, to say anything this they've won. loss i know they, they, i know they've won <laughs> it i just i'm kicking them while they're down for a week <laughs> yeah for, for all for all you know seven days they're down i'm a sour um, cowboys fan who has the most so but but can we talk about something even more um impressive and impro- you know improbable and that is the fact that minnesota was favored by what 17 Six, points 16 and a half yeah, 16 and a half. Which is they were favored by abs- 16 and a half absurd. At home. at home. 16 and a half points at home. And they got their asses kicked by not the Jets, you know, no. no. Not the Cardinals, not no. The, Browns. the Buffalo the Buffalo Bills, okay? The, the Buffalo Bills came to town and they took care of business. The only true the only true New York team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only team that's actually located that actually in actually plays in New York, that's correct. <laughs> I could not get over that. I, I had to, I thought there was something wrong with my phone. Honestly, I wasn't sure if ESPN was glitching um, when I, I looked at that score. It as well, yes. I was very confused because Buffalo has nothing. I mean, literally nothing to well, offer. Sean McCoy did not play. Well, Sean McCoy did not play. Um, Chris um, Ivory had like a hundred and. 30 or 40, whatever he did, a total yards. Yards, yeah. He had, like a, he had a long, he had a nice touchdown reception, I believe. Josh um, Allen looked ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how that happened either. But and and the Vikings defense is not. I mean, it's nothing. It's not terrible either. Like that's the no, it's thing. Good. If no, they they have, Vikings have a, they they have a good defense. They have a good defense, but he made them look like a freaking high school team. He had two. He had two rushing touchdowns. Have you ever seen the size of him? Like Did that, Josh Allen have, he had like a rushing touchdown or two. That he, one, that one that he, he he turned the corner like in the right side of the corner of the end zone, like and he like stretched out for it, like he actually made like an athletic move. Like this isn't Cam yeah. Newton we're talking about here. No, it is definitely not Cam Newton. I mean, granted, there, he he can he is somewhat mobile, Josh Allen, but, but holy the fact crap. that he put a lick in on the on the Vikings is what baffled me. And and I just want to say that all of you survivor people out there, I can guarantee you. You're out. At least nine out of ten people picked the Vikings. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I would imagine that. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. so that stinks. Um, moving on to the Nolans Saints. Um, I just want to talk about. We're just going to touch up on Drew Brees. So everybody that said, "Oh, Drew, you know he's getting a little old. He's not gonna." 
I don't know. He may not throw the ball that much this year, you know, since they got Ingram and Kamara. Well, Drew Brees basically just said a big F you to everyone because he still is <laughs> he still is amazing. Well, he, he also has Michael Thomas and Kamara. Well, I mean, okay. obviously he does, but he has an 80% <laughs> completion percentage right now on the season. That's, that's not bad. Uh, that is ridiculous. He threw 10 passes to Michael Thomas. He caught all 10. <laughs> but the, th- the thing is, is Kamara has he's he threw four. It was like didn't Kamara have like fifteen receptions? Fifth, uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, the completion percentage to a running back is going to be pretty high. But he, I mean, mind you, Michael Thomas Eli. has Michael Thomas leads the leads the league right now in in catches. With, I'm sick of playing him with thirty eight. <laughs> I'm sick of playing him in every league. I play him every week. 30, 38 catches <laughs> on forty attempts. Uh, That's ridiculous. Uh, you know who's next? Uh, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen may be tie- like passing him right now, obviously because he's playing on Thursday. Yeah. Do you know who's yeah. Do you know who's next after that? I don't know. Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Which with thirty with with how many? Thirty. Oh my 30 god. Catches. Thirty-two. Thirty-two catches. Was it? Oh my 30 god. Thirty catches, and then after he's thirty after, receptions already. After that is a wide receiver with twenty-four. So that oh that god. is that is insanely absurd. Like oh. that is ridiculous. So the Saints, Kamara's, Kamara's going to have a hundred catches. <laughs> I absolutely love Alvin Kamara. <laughs> he he is the best running. I am dreading the fact that I took uh, David Johnson with my number two pick I, in that in that god awful offense when I could have had Alvin Kamara at number two, or even Saquon Barkley or any any other running back. Or I guess and not I, Le'Veon Bell either. Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara is just just incredible. He does everything well. I'm playing him. everything. And Michael Thomas in one league this week. I'm sick of playing them together. I oh play them every week. If, I don't, if I'm not playing Kamara, I'm playing Thomas. I am just... I'm, I'm really upset that I'm playing both of them. <laughs> I, I can tell you that I, I am regretting not taking Kamara with that, you know, with a top five pick that I had. And Michael Thomas, my every second round pick I had. Literally everyone. True. I mean, because, he, he basically solidified himself as... And I'm not... Yeah. I, I mean, he could be the... You could say he's the best wide receiver in the game right now. And I'm not even going to say he is. And I'm not even going to, like, you know, disagree with my point. And I made us, you know, a, uh, an argument earlier in the year when I said Keenan Allen's going to have a um, a better year than Michael Thomas, mostly because of his floor. I'm really, I'm not, I'm not backtracking because I still think Keenan Allen is going to turn it around and have a hundred, another hundred and five receptions. He's done this uh, before, I think, where he's yeah, a couple don't, games, don't slow. exactly, and then... Um, and it's always middle of the year. Yeah, his middle of the season is always high. He always gets you like ten targets a game. Um, but the thing is, is like I, I really, I can see now with through these first three games that Michael Thomas does have a pretty high ceiling. <laughs> um, I'm regretting saying that Keenan has a higher ceiling. I think they both have pretty similar and it's ceilings. Not, it's not stopping. Like yeah. Michael Thomas is not. There's no. I mean, yeah. the guy could finish with 140 catches. <laughs> yeah, he's easily could. He's on pace for 180, I think. It's 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 absurd. I, w- I really oh want to see him do it. Oh, my God. Jared Goff's the best quarterback in the league. I really want to see him do it. And Jared, I, Jared. So for all you Jared. listeners out there, um, I was so <laughs> I was so gracious to uh, to inform my uh, my wonderful redheaded cousin over there that I am on a delay of watching the game, so I haven't seen what he's seen yet. Jared Goff's the best quarterback, he's the best quarterback in the league. Jared, Jared Goff is the best quarterback in the NFL. Oh, my God. Uh, I love him. Right now, he, has a, he had a 70% um, completion percentage coming into this game. 
Yeah, but he's throwing the ball like 90 yards downfield and still completing the ball. And so his completion percentage does not matter. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, um, what I find is... even more fascinating about him, though, uh, this I guess this is another point we were going to bring up in this episode anyway, but it's just ironic that they're playing right now. Uh, they don't have a tight end. <laughs> they don't use tight ends. <laughs> they don't need a They tight have end. two tight ends that I think Higby has maybe two catches. <laughs> it's... Gerald Everett. They have and absolutely Tyler nothing. Higby and, and honestly, who cares? His because entire offense is Brandon Cooks, Cooper Brandon Cup, Cooks, Robert Woods, and Cooper Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Does it? You don't need a tight end. Those are three top thirty wide receivers. Oh my god! And the number one, number two running back, number one two running back. I with him just, I just saw what you were talking about. Um, Unbelievable! I have Jared Goff in two leagues. I, um, I just want to say that I picked him second to last pick in a fourteen team league. So, just to show you, you can wait on a quarterback. <laughs> Jared Goff has 251 yards and four touchdowns in the first half. Oh, my God. Uh, so, man, <laughs> man crush. He is, he's, he's my man crush of the week. Oh. <laughs> so, Carson Wentz took the step last year and was on his way to MVP before his ACL tear. Uh, I think Jared Goff takes that step even further this year, and I think he is propelling himself into that MVP they uh, may, conversation. They may go undefeated. <laughs> I, I don't see a reason why they wouldn't There's, because even if their defense gives up 20 points they're going to score 30 they're so. I mean they just don't have any holes on their defense I mean special, special teams they have the best they have the best kicker when he's healthy the best punter they have one of the best offenses in football if not the best and a good defense it basically shows though that they don't they don't need a kicker because Todd Gurley got every two-point conversion two yeah, weeks true. ago <laughs> that's true that is true holy crap um, sorry, we digress, you know, from this excitement. Uh, we're just going to talk about a couple guys that, I guess, two of which made ridiculous names for themselves this past week. One of which um, is, let's, let, I mean, let's just be, let's just be honest, you know, he's he's old as fuck, all right. Jordy Nelson, Calvin Ridley, Tyler Boyd. Jordy Nelson, I'm seeing on the waiver in every single league. Um, he probably was picked up. In the majority of yeah, games this week, a lot of them. I'm not. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand why people. Now I can guarantee you, everybody's going to start him this week. Oh yeah, my God, Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson. Yes, he's very talented. He was a. I mean, he's an awesome, awesome wide receiver. But this is the Raiders we're talking about. Derek Carr is so inconsistent. It's disgusting. The, the Raiders stink. I mean, look at look at what Amari Cooper. <laughs> Everybody got so excited. I'm not starting Amari Cooper right now until he shows me. That, yeah. that he can be more consistent because the week I sat him two weeks ago yeah. was when he had his best game. And then I started yeah. him last week. Which is still not great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's not. Uh, yeah, Amari is – I am so down on Amari, and I wanted to be so high on him because his ceiling is so high. But Amari is just someone you can't trust in that offense. I think Gruden is in over Same his head. Same with Jordy. Yes. Agreed. I think – oh, yeah, and Jordy – I love Jordy. If you picked up Jordy on, on the waiver wire this week, I applaud you. Great decision. But – with Jordy, you have to take it on a week-by-week basis. A lot of okay? caution. Yeah, you have to with caution. I mean, Miami Miami actually has a pretty good defense, so the fact that he put a licking on them um, was actually pretty impressive. A licking. Yeah, a licking, right? A licking. So it was actually pretty impressive. But the truth is is that Jordy is, is towards the end of his career on an offense that's struggling, on a team that's struggling. And they get Cleveland this week, and Cleveland doesn't have the best secondary. Their defense they, isn't terrible. Yeah. But they do have a good front seven, which is going to put pressure on Derek Carr. Who has not a good offensive line. Right now, at least. I mean, they weren't they, they weren't they supposed to have a good O-line? And then, yeah, but when you, start, when you have started rookie as your left tackle, that's kind uh, of problematic. I don't know. But Jordy, so. I would definitely say, me me personally, I'm, 
I mean, if you got him, that's great. If there's nobody else out there, like if Boyd wasn't yeah. out there or, right. you know, a, a Taylor, Gabriel or Gabe, yeah. Gabriel, whoever the freaking you want to say it. You know what I mean? Like maybe he could fill in if you have Funches or a Crowder. That, you know, possibly. But completely, completely agree. Yeah. Um, Calvin Ridley, holy balls. Oh, uh, yeah. Holy I'm, football. I'm still, I'm still like in shock at, at his performance. I mean, that was like – what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody was truly expecting that to happen. Damn. Um, like it was. Like, I mean, I was I was a believer that Calvin Ridley wasn't going to make an impact this year. Okay, I'm just going to be honest with that, and I've said that from the beginning. You I did. just really, didn't really think did. he was going to make an impact this year. If he was going to make an impact at all, it was going to be against that Saints secondary and that matchup against, like we've talked about who? before, who that number two <laughs> quarterback for the Saints, who we still don't know who the hell he is. But I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. So, but he um, absolutely torched. I mean, mind you, Matt Ryan did throw for a ridiculous amount of yards and five touchdowns, three of which were to Calvin, um, who should be wearing Cowboys. Sorry, it's, blue. it's Ken Crawley. It's Ken Crawley, by the way. Ken okay, Crawley. In case anybody was wondering, Ken Crawley. And if you want to know a fun fact, Ken Crawley has been benched for PJ Williams. So PJ Williams was drafted what three or four years ago out of Florida State, and he's he was supposed to be good. Sucked. Supposed he was supposed to be good. <laughs> so if, if Ken Crawley's getting benched for PJ Williams, please keep attacking the New Orleans number two. <laughs> please keep oh doing boy. it. Oh boy. So and who are the Saints yeah. playing this week? Oh 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 yeah, it's a great matchup. Wow. Oh, it's a wonderful matchup. We told you, Sterling Shepard, Sterling Shepard, Marshawn Lattimore on Odell Beckham. Sterling Shepard is a must start in every single possibility. Wow. DFS, I, just start the hell out of him. <laughs> Could be great. Could be great. Oh my no, god! Anyway, so Calvin Ridley, obviously he's not on your waivers. I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you, he was drafted in a vast majority of. Yeah, I mean not drafted, but he's probably picked up. He's probably picked off after his second week. Yeah, so he had, true. An impact, he had a little bit of an impact in the week in week two. True, true. Um, so no one expected three touchdowns in week three. Exactly. But. If you started him, hallelujah, like great, no good one, for no you. No problem. I mean, you maybe started him who, because you were just like, you know what, Calvin Ridley, all right, sure. The matchup, maybe. I mean, some inj- maybe some injuries you have, but the matchup against the Saints secondary, maybe you know. But you, but. Didn't, you didn't know they were playing uh, Crowley. 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 Whatever the hell. Who cares? Doesn't matter. It stinks. <laughs> uh, and then moving on to our last wide receiver, uh, Tyler Boyd. This one is more interesting because he is going to have he. I mean, he's shown us the past two weeks that he. And we talked about him earlier in this episode, but we won't talk much more about him. But he was off the. I mean, he's he hasn't been on the waiver in any league that I'm in except for one, and I spent a crap ton of fob money, fab, fob, whatever, <laughs> money on fob. him. I, I I just this guy, and especially with AJ Green too, because he's the number two, so you got the number one corner on AJ Green. Boyd absolutely torched last. Like it was unreal what this guy, what this kid did. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, uh, like I've said, I said earlier in the episode, uh, I said, you know, Tyler Boyd is is on his way towards being a um, a really reliable number two and that fringe somewhat st- – I don't want to use the word star, but star wide receiver. Um, He's getting I, there. I, yeah, he, he will get there, and especially with Andy D- – I think Andy Dalton's a good quarterback. I think that the team has struggled because the offensive line sucked. They had no running game, and, you know, the defense stunk. But Joe Mixon coming back – uh, over the next week or two, I think it's going to help everybody. I, I think so. you, I think you have a biased opinion also uh, that you like Andy Dalton because she's a ginger because he's a ginger. You both, yeah. you both have red hair. 
Thank you. <laughs> His is bright red, though. Mine is not that red. Well, he is what? Known as the Red He's the Red Rifle? Rocket. Red, I think it's the, the Red, red rifle. rifle. The Red Rocket sounds a little bit like a dog's wiener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's... Wait, I'm going to look this up. I mean, I think, it's, I think it's the Red Rifle. I'm going to go with that one. It's um, the Red Rifle. It is. It's the, yeah, he's not a fan of... He's not, he's, not a, he's not a stupid dog wiener. He's not a fan of... He's not a fan of... But whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Um, so Tyler Boyd, I'm, I would start him this week. Even with AJ Green playing... Um, because A.J. Green is known to be getting hurt. I mean, he's, he's gotten hurt in the past. It's happened. So if A.J. Green is out for even a period of time after this, let's say he you know, gets dinged up this game, Tyler Boyd could, oh, oh my God, he could be a top, top wide receiver. Oh, I'm so excited to start him this week. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, and then um, we will... Uh, I guess we'll we'll finish up this uh, this past week's you know notes and whatnot. Um, every single week we've been talking about him, and I think he has just been taking the league by storm. Like Patrick Mahomes. Ryan, Ryan Fitz, oh Ryan Fitz, oh sorry, I thought we were going to talk about Ryan. No, Fitz, Ryan Fitzmagic sorry, sorry. took the league by storm twenty five <laughs> oh, years ago. Oh, <laughs> but Ryan Fitzmagic, I mean, still threw for over four hundred yards against the Steelers, three touchdowns, three interceptions, but. I mean, he's just, he's been playing ridiculous. I started him. I still lost that freaking game. Uh, thanks, Mark. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure Fitzpatrick has more than 375 yards passing in all three games. Every single. I'm almost positive. Well, the first three games he threw for over 400. Oh, it's 400. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. I think, That's I, I think the last one he threw for over 400 as well, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. all three. Yeah, yeah, all three. All three. All three. All three. All three. Correct. Nice. This week, okay. I, I don't know. I, I still like him against Chicago. Maybe. He's actually, this is the, this is his first real test of the season. Chicago's uh, defense is ridiculous. Defense. Like their front seven is, it, it's it's unreal. So they better figure something out. Maybe with screens or quick passes to Deshaun or you know they they OJ Howard across the middle or whatever it is. Um, but the whole my my whole thing was Patrick Mahomes. Holy shit! How I I just I I don't I. I'm still in shock. I think the rest of the NFL world and, you know, sports fans alike are completely in shock about how ridiculously nasty this dude is. I mean, what, what do you, like, he slings it. Yeah. No, he's a gunslinger with accuracy. I mean, the guy's never seen one. (laughs) Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Texas Tech quarterbacks, and I keep saying it, they're not known to do that well in the NFL. Yeah, I had made the I had made the the saying that he's Brett Favre, but no, he is not Brett Favre. Holy he has accuracy. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> he is he is Brett Favre with accuracy, and it's wonderful to watch. Thirteen I'm, touchdowns, <laughs> no interceptions. Is that good? No, I think I, mean, good. I, I, I think I think I think it is. <laughs> I, think I think it is. Good. I think it is. I don't know. But here's here's another interesting stat too, um, and I'm going to throw some knowledge. On this, he's only been sacked four times. Which is really crazy. I mean, Mitchell Schwartz, Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher is uh, one of the best in the game. They've all been. Eric Fisher is one of the better left tackles, um, which I didn't think he was going to be at one point. But he's actually turned out to oh, pretty, he's awesome. a pretty damn good uh, yeah. tackle. So I, I'm really I am really impressed with all of the offensive pieces. Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, Tra- uh, Travis Kelsey. 
Uh, everybody. Chris Conley. Like, it's just, it's what? I'm so sick of that. I'm so sick of things like that. Like, Aldrick <laughs> Robinson today with two touchdowns. I'm so sick of Chris Conley getting touchdowns. Freaking jerk. Like, from a fantasy perspective, I hate I hate when that happens exactly. more than anything in this world. Is when when a, a nobody gets the touchdowns. Demetrius Harris was getting touchdowns instead of Travis Kelsey. So it's ridiculous. It's just. But the one thing I really really want to see though is I want to see the Chiefs losing. Yeah. And I want to see Patrick Mahomes with like one or two interceptions. I, I want to see how he comes back from it. I want to see him and- in distress. I don't think he's going to be one of those people who's going to crumble under that pressure. I don't think. I, I, I think I don't. that will show exactly who yeah. this kid is. Yeah, I agree. I do. I agree. I, I mean, so, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing I'll say, uh, it's important to point out because you, you made a point of this uh, last week or the week before. And we're going to make a point of it again that seven out of the top 10 rushing performances uh, this week, their team won. It's, and it's that's so ridiculous. Why, but I reiterate this every offseason. So I reiterate it. I reiterate it during the <laughs> during the draft. I reiterate it during the summer before you know before you you know prepare for your drafts. If you're gonna take running backs, yes, it's it's great to have a player like David Johnson. Okay, he's a great player, but they suck. Okay, it's the not Cardinals his fault. Terrible team. Okay, that's why <laughs> wide receivers. You can find wide receivers play for crappy teams. You can find wide receivers off the waiver wire. When it comes to running backs, running backs are so important. Not in the first two rounds. Running backs are so important when they play for winning teams. That is the most important thing about drafting a running back, about picking a running back up off the waiver wire, about trading for a running back. The most important part of, a, of, of owning a running back is the fact that their team is a winner. Yes, there are certain situations where the Dolphins are 3-0 and and Kenyon Drake has kind of been disappointing. Oh, okay? my. Not, don't even get me started. I'm not going disapp- <laughs> to sugarcoat that, okay? There are situations where you know a, t- uh, you know, a top team has a running back who isn't performing. That being said... The best running backs play on the best teams. Exactly. It's just – it's a proven fact. Except for Matt Breida <laughs> right now who actually is like second or third in the league with yeah, rushing I and mean, their team is terrible. Right. There's always going to be – there's always <laughs> going to be good running backs who play for bad teams and bad running backs who play for good teams. It's, it's just always going to happen. I, I get it. But the truth is is that the running back is going to get the more – going to get the ball more times when the team is up. Exactly. And They're going to run the clock. Okay. When, when there's a good pass when – when they have a good passing offense, that running back's not going to have stacked box. Okay, they're stacking the box against Zeke. They're stacking the box against David Johnson. Okay, Zeke is still Why? playing very well, though. He is playing well, and this this year, this week coming up is going to be his best week by far. He's going to put up 175 total yards, at least a touchdown or two. Playing the Lions. Yeah, he's going to put up a, a ton of points. He's going to get you 30 points. But that's beside the point. My point is is the fact that these teams that they play for know that they're going to try to run the ball first because the rest of their offense is so anemic. Okay, they're going to stack the box with seven, eight defenders. I mean, they're not dropping linebackers in. They're not dropping the linebackers to cover the tight end or wide receiver. So they're going to put them right in the box because they know they're going to run the ball. So David Johnson, David Johnson, first of all, is getting ten carries. That's unbelievable. That I, makes I cannot zero sense to me. Steve Wilkes should be fired already. Uh, um, I mean, they, they Mike, need to move out of Arizona McCoy, after this performance. Mike McCoy, Mike McCoy is that offensive coordinator in Arizona, right? I'm pretty sure. I does does not matter because it is just awful to watch. I mean. Josh Rosen is now inserted uh, third like, third week. What was our prediction? I think earlier in the Josh season. Josh Rosen. I think we said week three or four. Did we really? Yeah, I think so. We may, we may need to go back to that because, because of, I really because wanna... of the braille because of how fra- uh, how fragile uh, Sam I mean, Bradford I mean, is. Sam Bradford is a he's a bag of potato chips. You know, 
He's, and Josh Rosen has his work cut out for him behind that putrid offensive line. And that terrible coaching. Oh, my God. Steve Wilkes stinks. McCoy stinks. Uh, they they need to just all go. Um, you need a new regime. This, it's not Bruce Arians' team no more. It's bad. <laughs> it's really so, it's really bad. They weren't the defense but, they used to be. No. So it's – but for David Johnson and others like myself, you know, someone like Zeke, you have faith in because he is – They have you know, a good they old line. The, they got a good – They have a good offensive line. He's a quarterback. The exactly. Yeah, they give the ball enough. But with David Johnson, it scares me. Is they're like, oh, he wanted to be a thousand thousand guy, yet he's not even going to put up a thousand yards total at this point. What are they doing exactly? Like, what are you? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> You're going to be kicked out so, of Arizona. Like, what the hell? Yeah. So they just signed him to a nice contract, and this is how they repay. It's, you know, they repay it's him. So with, so stupid. Um, so. so chances anyway. are, a lot of you already had your waiver um, wire pickups this week. Uh, one guy that I actually looked at, I know we just talked about this terrible team, is uh, Christian Kirk. Who actually had a very, very good game. I mean, I'm not going to start him this week. I just think he's someone to potentially monitor, you know, going forward. I mean, I think he had, what, like yeah. seven catches last week for like seven yards? Yeah, I'm yards. a big fan. I'm a big fan of him. He looks good. Uh, he looks like very elusive. Yeah. Like he looked quick. He's going to emerge as the number two, but what the hell does the number two mean exactly. in Arizona at the matter. moment? I don't know. I, I feel bad for Larry. Know. I just oh, – I God. feel awful. He should have just retired at this point oh. because – he is being disrespected in so many ways. Come to offense. Dallas, Larry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just disrespect for him to go out like this. It's but awful. And, awful and to my awful. teams for drafting him on so many. Yeah. But. <laughs> um, so this week coming up, week four, I uh, just want to touch up really quick, is our first week of buys. Yeah. It's, um, it's only two teams, though, Carolina, Washington. Thank God. A uh, couple, couple heavy hitters, though, obviously, in Cam Daddy. Uh, McCaffrey, um, Funches, uh, Washington. You got Alex Chris Smith, and eh, you probably don't have him on your team. Uh, Chris Thompson, Crowder, and Chris Thompson's been so good. So Chris Thompson's been ridiculous. Um, Crowder yeah. started, of course, of course he actually played Crowder great stinks. last week. Yeah, Chris Crowder still stinks. And Jordan Reed, who's surprisingly still healthy. <laughs> my big last last thing before we sign off here is my one of my big huge money leagues. James, someone dropped James and Crowder. <laughs> I mean, you got to pick him up, obviously. I tried. Someone, someone out of our thousand dollar fan budget, someone bid like four hundred of the thousand dollars on him. Uh, I mean, so, I considered it. I put two fifty on him, but ooh. whatever. You, yeah, I lost. I was, so, but that's you didn't want it hard. You didn't want it. I don't want him that much. You didn't want him. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, so anyway, Lord. Anyway, so awesome talk about week three. Week three, we are one week. Uh, in the future from now, I said that poorly, but one week from now, we will be a quarter of the way through the NFL season. Oh, my God. And that's incredible, but also depressing at the same so time. So depressing. I mean, playoff oh. baseball is around the corner. Oh, shut oh, up. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Nice being a Mets fan. Anyway. For you. <laughs> awesome. Anyway. Hey, so, we'll have a Cy Young winner, okay? And Jacob DeBron. If, if, if they don't screw him, there's a very good chance they're going to screw him. He definitely deserves it. It doesn't matter about the team. It's an individual performance, and he absolutely dominated. How, how incredible he was this year. It's it's hard to even put it into words. There was a stat that came out right quick. I'm going to just throw this your way, and then we're going to sign off. Uh, I could not get over the stat. They, it was a stat that showed that if the Mets had scored four runs in every single one of Jason DeGrom's starts, okay, Four runs. That's not a lot. If they had scored four runs in every single Jacob DeGrom That's start, what, he would be 30 something? He'd be 35 and 0. Oh my God. It's amazing. Four runs. If he would if he would have scored th- if the Mets would have scored three runs in every one of Jacob DeGrom starts, he'd be 25 and 0. Wow. 
My my so, my sense yeah. testicles just got yeah a little. <laughs> Here, last one. If the Mets would have scored two runs in every one of Jacob Degrom's starts, he'd still be like twenty five and zero. He'd be twenty. He'd be twenty and five. <laughs> and and, so, what is, and what did he finish the season like? Ten and eleven. Yeah. 10 and 9. Oh my god. Okay. That's the Mets season in a nutshell. He needs a hug. And a new team. He needs to be traded. And a new, and a new team, yes. The Mets need to trade him for the entire franchise of someone. Yes, I don't care who it is, but just trade him for the entire franchise. Oh, so, anyway. my God. Anyway. So, we are the Fantasy Fam. You can follow us on Twitter, at the Fantasy Fam. Uh, you can go to our website, thefantasyfam.com. Shoot us an email at uh, thefantasyfam at gmail.com. You know, obviously, we'd love to. Any questions, anything, please reach out to us. We love sports and if you listen to us you can obviously tell the passion that all of us have for all of this especially football uh and that's oh, yeah. american nfl football correct for not, all of you uh, yes yeah, not, not, uh, soccer. not soccer <laughs> yeah um uh and this is the fantasy fam signing off